Attention. If you owe the IRS, this is an important announcement. COVID relief is over and the IRS is ramping up like never before, sending out millions of collection letters to start 2024. Do you owe $10,000 or more or have unfiled returns? Now is the time to act. The IRS can garnish your wages, seize your property, and they can even take your home or your business. Don't let the IRS take advantage of you. It's time to call Tax Network USA. Their team of experienced tax lawyers has already saved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. They know how to negotiate with the IRS and can help you too. Visit TNUSA.com or call 1-800-245-6000. Again, that's 1-800-245-6000. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your tax situation today with Tax Network USA. 1-800-245-6000. Call now. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. It's up to you, man. John's gonna play a song called "I'm Offended." Yeah, Ooh. we're recording. I think Am we I are. Am I singing it now? We're on. No, we're on. We're Maybe, good. Ma- Damn, that sounds good. Sounds good. Lies are blue. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna get famous, and you will too. Lies are blue. Lies are blue. Oh, lies are blue. For fifty thousand dollars, she'll make a fool of you. Lies are blue. Blue. Tony, you should write <laughs> Holy a song. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> turn lemons into lemonade and make a song about Eliza Blue. Put it out for charity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should. You should. I'm going to title this, John Rich sings a song about Eliza Blue being a grifter, and then all those people canceled like, well, I got to pay money to see what he's doing. <laughs> so this is why you had to research, so you could come up with your lyrics. Yeah. I got nothing against Eliza Blue. Yeah, I like her. I honestly just look, man. We booked her on the show twice, and people are like, "Why would you book a grifter?" I'm like, "We've had a lot. We had the Krasensteins on this show, dude. Like any, come on. Any, anytime you have like a politician we, on the show, you damn near booking a grifter. That's well, right. Yeah, wasn't it Hotep Jesus who like runs the grifties? He was like, "You are the the king of uh, <laughs> promoting true. grifting. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> people come up here like to grift off of you. You are like uh, the patron saint of grifting. Hotep's Hotep He's Jesus is so hilarious. So funny. Man. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, even on that show, we talked about Eliza, and you mentioned she's going to win the grift, and we all laughed. And Alex Stein beat her. Oh, he did. He, yeah, he is the grifter of the grifter. That's right. That's that's right. right. You can't yeah. be Alex Stein. He grifter. Yeah. Yeah. He I very proudly declared his victory and said, "I'm coming again for the title next year." So. <laughs> but he's 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 more so just a cultural comedian. He's funny. I, I don't think he's a grifter. I think like I think he's legitimately bringing up interesting points and being funny about it. But I think being called a grifter like just feeds the the character he's made for himself, right? right? Yeah. Like, you know, his his mother died during COVID. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And the lockdowns yeah. and all that, oh. and that tore him up bad. He, yeah. he he saw that and realized what had been placed on the country and how they dealt with all that, and that's when he came out and said, "You know what? I'm going to start swinging at him," but did it with comedy. I think uh, I think there's more to the guy than just being crazy he's on a mic. Brilliant. Yeah. I think, I think you know, just to delightly mention the Eliza Blue stuff, I think she's a grifter. Like, she says she wants to be famous. She clearly wants to be famous. Mm-hmm. And she's found that being an advocate against trafficking is a path towards being famous. So I'm kind of like, 
Well, I mean, she's not that famous. I don't really care that much. She's not going to change policy. She's not going to have a big impact. There's no reason to give people like this attention. But if she's advocating against child porn and human trafficking, it's like, okay, well, you know, whatever. Maybe she should get famous if she's pushing for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to like her. But, I mean, you know. Yeah. You know, the message think, is strong. I think you can't get, I mean, you can be mad at whatever you want, but like being mad at her for wanting to be famous, like being mad at all the teenage girls who want to grow up and be influencers, right? Like the desire for fame and having an individual platform is very common and i think before that being famous in a you know on stage or performing or touring whatever was also common but now you can be famous from your living room having never left your house you the, know the reason why i think it's a right I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this i know it's an op there's there may be a lot of people who are tricked by it and that they think it's a genuine cultural movement but like there's literally no reason to be this angry over a low tier personality who just right. trying to be famous that's that's what threw me the at first i was like People, people were bringing up all this stuff about her. I'm like, you've researched this girl this much from like her MySpace Yo, days? It's like more than Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, it's like, crazy. People, weren't, people got it's mad nuts. at Trump, but like the levels of hate and vi- I'm like, yeah, this is, I, it's an op. The yeah. goal is to get, pe- get, get a mob riled up, talk about it, make her famous. Mm-hmm. I, I take a little different approach. I think what Jeremy is basically the, the ringleader of the drama because he got banned on Twitter and feels like it was unjust. That's I, part of the op, bro. Right. He's being, he's, being, he's being manipulated in a sense. He also has said on his Twitter openly, like, don't, don't rag on Tim. Like, Tim's my friend. Like, you guys are crazy. He'll well, say that. I don't follow him at all. He keeps coming up in my. He's I'm not such my friend. Boomer. I can't figure. Out. And then he'll be like, "Well, Tim didn't do this thing I wanted. Like, it's yeah, just no, like no, I no, don't no. want to interact and, with this person." And and here's what he did. And 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 this is why all of his fans are mad. We booked him twice. He canceled on us twice. The second time he canceled on us at the exact last minute, and we didn't know, and we had we had to find someone else. Fortunately, we had Matt Strickland on, and he was great. And then that night he was supposed to be on, he went on a different show and criticized me for not talking about it. Wow, dude. And then I'll I'll let everybody who's a member know why I blocked him, because he sent me a message at two in the morning, which came off as a veiled threat. I will try and quote it verbatim what he said. I know our audiences want a war, but I don't. Please tell me your guy is taking her to task. Wow. I just said, I'm done with this. So he's telling you to do what he wants, basically. Well, he's the, telling the, you to the, the context there is beyond what he said. Uh, my understanding, and, and I don't know if Shane probably doesn't want me to say this, but messages had been received basically threatening us that if we did not write a negative story about her, we would regret it. Mm-hmm. And then a couple hours later, Jeremy sends me that message. And I just said, I'm not playing these fucking games, dude. Yeah. And I just blocked him. Hell yeah. And people are like, but why Why did Tim block him? Well, I don't know. Maybe it was because he made YouTube thumbnails of my face with Jack Murphy's beard. Mm-hmm. Shit talked to me while saying, but but Tim's my friend. But, you know, he really is he's not going to address this. Maybe it's because he told us he would come on this show and we planned for it. And then he canceled on us. And I said, OK, well, these things happen. That night while we were live, he went on a different show and said, Tim Pool, is, I'll give him one more day to talk about this. But he was scared of traveling. Yeah, so it's like, don't cancel on me and then get mad at me that I didn't talk about it the night you were supposed to be here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then don't message me saying, look, he said, these people got to understand. <clears throat> I know our audiences want a war, but I don't. Please tell me your guy is taking her to task. That's about as close to verbatim as I can get. My audience wants a war? My audience doesn't 
care about this e-drift, e-girl stuff. No. No, it's Jeremy who won't stop saying my name and using my name to make videos and to get attention. Mm -hmm. He does this thing where, like, if something minor happens to me, he'll make a a headline, like, that's outrageously nonsensical. Like, I'll do a kickflip and he'll write, Tim Pool does the craziest record-breaking trick ever done. You know, it's things like that. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm done playing these games, dude. There's one way to end it once and for all. It's real simple. Block Cage him. match. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say have a duel. On creator, creator Clash Cage Two match. is coming up. It's you just, and Jeremy Handley, dude. Does this that, happen in the whiskey him. business? Would you box Absolutely. him? Absolutely. Nope. Yeah. yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't fight on Twitter direct messages. We meet in the parking lot and handle this like country like, boys, good old boys. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it, right? I gotta be honest. I told everybody I was like, I blocked him because I don't want to be involved. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm done doing this. And, you know, I couldn't help it. Here I am. I don't want to associate Jeremy with Eliza and or Jack Murphy or you. Like, I, you guys are all so different. Why, why, was, why was Jeremy so obsessed with Jack Murphy? I, I don't know. I think he felt personally wronged because he probably believed Jack was, like, the alpha male. And then Jack, the way he handled the, you know, the exposure of the past porn stuff was, like, felt like a less than alpha response. And Jeremy was like, I had faith in this guy. And this guy mm-hmm. even got I don't through know. To, past me. I'll just tell you, like, I think I don't know the amount of hatred and attacks that came against Jack Murphy were at a higher degree than anyone ever went after Trump, and so that to me was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like Jack Murphy, like was just some dude who was on this on the show. Out of, was out of it like, only Fridays? No, it was it was every other Wednesday for like yeah, seven was, months. It was not a lot. Yeah, he was on the show seventeen times, I believe. <laughs> and then Jeremy goes on a show when he was supposed to be on our show. Time is our most precious commodity, and I've heard from so many of my listeners who have asked for my advice about how they can spend it wisely to improve themselves and the people around them. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, for free. I personally recommend you sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. In this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it has been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash Tim to enroll. There's no cost and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash Tim to register. Hillsdale.edu slash Tim. Do you have a will or a trust? It can be scary to think about death, but not having a plan in place if something happens is far scarier. Thanks to trust and will, you don't have to navigate the complicated and confusing process of estate planning alone. They make it accessible, affordable, and way easier than you thought it could be. Trust and Will walks you through the whole process step by step. Each will or trust is state-specific, and you can customize it to your own needs, including guardianship, healthcare preferences, power of attorney, and final arrangements. You'll have easy access and control of all your estate planning documents in one convenient place with bank-level encryption. And you'll reduce the burden on loved ones by helping them avoid complicated probate proceedings and family disagreements, all starting at just $199. 
Join hundreds of thousands of families and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your state plan documents at trustandwill.com slash Tim. That's trustandwill.com slash Tim. To smack talk us and then claims he's my friend. Then he makes a video with my face with Jack Murphy's beard and continually <laughs> talk smack and then says he's my friend. And people are like, Tim, why aren't you friends with Jeremy? This guy's not my friend. Did you see this the guy's pic- been shitting all over me nonstop and pic- I ignore it. The picture of Jack Murphy's beard is your hat. Did yeah, you see yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, you it were going to play, play a song called I'm Offended. <laughs> There's so many song ideas flying around right now in this whole conversation. <laughs> That's why I'm not saying anything. It's just I'm just going, wow. There's like title after title. Mm-hmm. Jack Murphy, Liza Blue. This is an epic song waiting to be written. Maybe you should just write the song, record it, and that's your final thought. You know what I'll do? I'll just play like A, C, D, F, uh, A minor, C, D, F, and I'll just talk. <laughs> Spoken word. Jeremy Hambly made a video where he was shit talking me and claimed, <laughs> shit talking me, and he claimed he was my friend. Bow, 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 bow. Then he told everyone, "Don't go to Tim's website and cancel your membership." I'm. I still think he's my friend. Here's a picture of him with Jack Murphy's beard. Like, oh, okay, dude, real, real good friend move there. Yeah, I didn't know that he that he had like been on another another program while he was saying he was well. He was supposed to be on our program. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. But uh, I'm pretty amazing. sure the night, the day he was supposed to be here, he did a show with like, um, I think Chrissy Mayer and like Brittany Venti. Mm. And he was like, I'm going to give Tim till tomorrow to talk about it. But like, he wouldn't talk about Jack Murphy either. And all he had to do was say, I'm sorry, this guy was grifting off my show. He was on every week. And it's just like, Jeremy's just lying. Like Jack Murphy was on 17 out of 400 episodes. He was a mm. recurring guest that was here periodically. It was over the span of a few months. We had him every other Wednesday. That was it. Yeah. And I'll be honest, the reason why Jack Murphy doesn't come on the show anymore is because I personally felt that the way he handled the situation with Eliza and Sydney was extremely inappropriate. Oh, you, yeah. You said Eliza and Sydney. Elijah? Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's yeah. happening. The confluence is beginning. <laughs> well, their name actually I was talking to someone I mentioned Elijah Schaefer and they were like Eliza and I'm like, "No, no, no I can't escape it. I can't escape. The way the way he handled that with Elijah and Sydney, <clears throat> like I basically was talking to both of them and I was like, "Guys, like this is not worth the drama." Like I get it. I, I told Jack like, "Dude, you need to apologize. You shouldn't have said that to her. I get it. Just be like, I was wrong. I'm sorry, dude. I seriously I hope you guys can forgive me." But Behind the scenes, Jack was just like, I don't know, I guess his honor was hurt. And that didn't. might have been part of it, too, why Jeremy had took such issue with uh, Jack is because of the way he treated Sydney on that show. Because now Jeremy and Sydney are doing a show together, multiple shows together. Sure. Mm-hmm. Community and Sydney, Notes, Sid- I think it's called. And Sydney is awesome, and we're, we're friends with her, and we've had her out several times as well. And that's why I was like, guys, like, here's my thing. We shouldn't have these fights in public. We mm-hmm. should We should sit down like adults, maybe have some whiskey, and be like, okay, we've got a mission here. We're trying to better this country, save the world in a manner of speaking. This ain't going to help it. So why don't we figure out what we got to do so that we can carry on a mission that's a positive thing. But, you know, Jack didn't want to do that. And if that doesn't work, you cage fight in the parking lot, right? Right. I'm not trying to drag Jack or anything. I don't want to say it, speak ill of anybody, but I felt like, you know, he decided, like he sent a message, I guess, behind the scenes saying, well, I'm going to war or whatever. And I'm like, bro, what? This is not the way you handle this. And so I'm just like, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm not being involved. But Jeremy <clears throat> makes so much of his content off of just doing drama stuff. And I got no issue. TMZ does their thing. I'll, I'll cite them. Jeremy does his thing. Sometimes it's very, very important. But for Jeremy to like try and insult me 
consistently over and over again and then be shocked that I'd block him is just mm-hmm. laughable. Yeah. I just, Absolutely laughable. I don't follow him, but Twitter keeps like putting him in my newsfeed and I'm such right. a boomer. I don't know how to get rid of it, but he'll, it'll be like one tweet being like, can't believe they would do this. The next one's like, no guys, Tim and I are cool. Then the next one's mad at you. Like at a certain point, it must just be exhausting to follow this person. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, dude, I'll say it again. I think he has like two different thumbnails of me with Jack Murphy's beard. Mm-hmm. And Brittany Venti did the same thing. Like, not, not the same thing. Brittany Venti posts, like, Jack Murphy beards. And then I'm just like, here's what I don't understand. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now to each and every one of you as a member. If you really care about Jack Murphy, you, you shouldn't be a member of this website. I don't care. Okay. You know, and, and the other thing they're doing, right, is they're saying that, like, so I did a video today talking about how the one thing that really makes me want to just quit is the low-tier internet drama. Like, I specifically cited the Young Turks and Hassan Piker, mm-hmm. and now they're claiming I was talking about Jeremy. And I'm like, it's because all they have is fake drama because, I, I don't know, that's, it's, it's not real. The drama is friction, and it builds on itself. So, like, the, the, mm-hmm. the longer you stay in it, the hotter it gets faster. And yeah. I, I dealt with that bullshit in 06. Like, it's nonstop. You get some idiot that tries to tell you about marijuana who never smoked marijuana before. And but what like, does a big dog do when he's walking down the sidewalk and the little yap dog's barking through the chain link fence? bark loud. No, what hard. does a big dog do? Oh, I don't know. He just keeps walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he never well, barked. You ever seen a big dog go woo 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 at a chihuahua? No. no, they just look at him like, okay. Let me, let and they just keep walking. You know, I'll, I mean, they're nipping at you to try to get you to engage to because you're bigger than they are. Right. And, and I, I would say this, just as a guy looking on the outside, a lo- this girl uh, Liza Blue here seems that's a sad predicament to be in as a person that um, you got to go out and stir up this kind of controversy maybe pay for it based on what you're saying well i don't know that case. she did i'm not saying that could, could be the case but yeah whatever it is that you want to be famous just because you want to be famous i gotta tell you fame comes with a lot of downside a lot mm-hmm. of downside if you're gonna if you're gonna be famous and deal with the downside of fame i hope you hope you built something great because it, it is somewhat of a chain and a shackle to you to a large degree and somebody that wants that just for the sake of wanting it doesn't understand it very well what was the biggest bullshit you had to deal with well i mean you've been in my house in town i mean my house is like a fort you know because i have death threats i've had people put in gps ankle monitors that have threatened me you know all kinds of crazy stuff but um that's that comes with the territory in these days if you build something great but if you build something great that you can really that i built that myself I grew up in a trailer in Texas. I have a high school diploma. That's the extent of my pedigree. All right? And you've been to my house, and I don't owe any money on the house. I've only been to the I top have no three debt. floors. I, I have no debt. What a weird I've built some good hunting. stuff. But, but I've taken blank sheets of paper, and I've turned them into things that, that have done well. I've got to build those things. Inspired. The boss gave me the inspiration. I did it. So I get to hang on to that regardless if whatever happens in my life, I go, you know what? It was nothing, and now it's something, and now my kids get to take that and build on top of that. I got pride and integrity with that, but somebody that says they – and fame came because of that. I, I want to be famous, so I'm going to turn this blank sheet of paper into a song. No, I'm going to turn the blank sheet of paper into a song because that's what I'm driven to do. Right, I don't know right. if anybody's going to hear it. Mm-hmm. And then fame is a byproduct of that. But if fame is the point and End the goal, the that's very hollow. Yeah, It's totally. never going to mean anything to you. Did you have a plan – to become famous in the back of your mind? Was that part of it when you were creating? 
I, I always wanted to be able to get successful enough where I could play with my heroes, play music with my musical heroes. So I wanted to be able to maybe play us. I got to do a couple of shows with Johnny Cash early in the day. That's so cool. Or, or be able to play on the Grand Ole Opry stage. You know, be able to invite my family and grandparents from the World War II generation to the Opry and watch me sing. Hmm. Those are the kind of things I was shooting for. So it wasn't like, I hope 50 million people know my name and I get to build a big old house. That really wasn't in my mind. It was, can I achieve enough status to even be in the room next to the people that I really look up to? Jordan Peterson. Get back to your family, it sounds like, too. Yeah. Jordan Peterson said one of the greatest things about being famous is that he could, anyone in the world will talk to him, basically, that he wants to talk to, mm. which I think that's, that's a good byproduct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if I want to get a hold of somebody, I'm probably one or two people away from finding pretty much anybody. For for us, uh, the benefit is this, uh, this Wednesday, we're planning on having several members of Congress on. And I remember when we first started the show and we were reaching out to people, and I'm like, look, I got a bunch of subscribers, I got these big channels, and people would be like, thank you, we're not interested. Yeah. Then the show got to a certain level, and now everyone's begging us to come on, and we have to tell people <laughs> no. Like, sorry, man, we're booked up for two, for two months. This is getting crazy. We have people being like, well, can you bump someone? And we're like, dude, we paid for their travel already. Like, you want to cover those costs? Like, we're not doing it. Well, can I come on with them? No joke. Like, some high-profile yeah. people. And so uh, this Wednesday, we have a massive show planned, which uh, I don't want to give too much details on, but it's multiple members of Congress. They oh, really, yeah. they, like, you know, they're, they're, now that everyone knows, I think Matt Gates said after the show that every member of Congress, like Freedom Caucus or Republicans communications director knows Tim Cast IRL and is like right. talking about mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. this is a real show where you can explain and talk about your ideas. It's even before he came on, he said that, that they, that's what had been happening in, in well, Washington, so, D.C. So you're rec- you are realizing your goal. You said, you said a few minutes ago, you know, your show and other people's shows, the point is to inform people, make people think critically about what's going on in the country, save the country if, if, they, if an idea creeps in deep enough that really becomes important and so now you've reached the level where people that actually can make law right will sit on your show and express the same kinds of ideas they're not going to hear these conversations in the halls of congress i mean the so only congratulations I, that's a big deal when, I, when that lands i appreciate it I, I never wanted to be famous the only goal i ever had was that I, I i've got this um this poster on my wall that i've had since i started and it's a follower count number and the, the thing is, every time I get a higher uh, guest, I move it forward, and Ron Paul is the last one. And once I interview Ron Paul, I quit. I'm done. Have you tried to get him yet? I think we're going we're gonna to be able to. They, they've said yes. It's just an issue that is very old. I'm kidding, mm-hmm. by the way. There's no meter. But um, no, like one of the things is, yeah, like I, just like you, I wanted to have conversations with people. I wanted to like talk with them. Here's, here's a crazy thing that I probably shouldn't say, but I will. When I was 18, I'm sitting at my friend's house and we're watching Real Time with Bill Maher. Apparently, Real Time with Bill Maher is really trying to get me on their show and I won't do it. <laughs> mm. So, because I'm just like, I mean, I'd love to, but I fucking hate L.A. So, yeah, I used Dude, to I'll love go. LA. I don't even want to go on the show. I'll just go <laughs> hang out if you want to. With Bill Maher? Yeah, yeah like Bill, he will send Ian instead. He's great. No, but I'm thinking maybe we do it if we set up a mobile show somewhere. We do the L.A. week or whatever. Be cool. Um, or maybe I just take Thursday, Friday off to do the show. I'm just like, why would I take my show off to do his show when I get more views than his show does? Right? Yeah, you've talked about this before, being yeah. hard to ha- to do other people's shows or have other people on who do a daily show because of the travel. I wonder if he'd have us both on and we just do like an IRL time. Well, no, they do like three panel members. You know what I mean? Me, you, him, and, and the they don't care. Guy. They won't do this show. They said no. Really? Is it contractual with the I, network? 
No, I think I think he would do it if we went there, but he won't go here to do a show. Mm. Just like he, I don't want to go there. He's got a new show, Club Random, which is pretty good. That's just him and a dude smoking cigars and they, talking about whatever. <laughs> so I guess what I was pitched was doing both. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Club Random's yeah. awesome. Where do you get yeah. a blue mason jar? Uh this was like in a We ordered them. Yeah. Amazon. It was in a cupboard. We have brown jar. we have we have brown ones too. Just order four really? more. Yeah. yeah. They're really great. The best way. Yeah, I hate refilling cool. my water. I've never glass. seen a colored mason jar. Yeah. Anyway, man, you know what I'll say? You know, my last thoughts on all of this stuff is. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I'm surprised people care so much. And there, and there are people responding in the chat. They were like, no, it's about the censorship. This about, about the censorship. No, it's not. It was never about the censorship because they were complaining before the censorship. Right. And so it's just like, okay, well, bro, Jeremy could have come on the show. He doesn't have to. But at the very least, don't fucking talk shit if you're not going to come on the show. Yeah, I, with the censorship. So what I think what happened was Eliza was being trafficked five years ago, whenever this was. I don't know how long ago this was, five, ten years ago, whatever. She did this video with World Star Records. And then, but she, it was in a time in her life now that she looks at it as when she was there, she was being trafficked. But at the time, as she was in that being trafficked state, she was like consenting to everything and making videos about how awesome it was. But it's like um, bystander syndrome or like, uh, what are Stockholm, they? Stockholm gotta, syndrome. No, no, where hey, the, hey, hey, you got to read Shane's story. Hey, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She was it. sold for drugs. Yeah, fucking wild, dude. So like trafficked the, for sure. The, and, the the guy that she was with told her this is the story she told, and maybe she's full of shit. I don't know. We like there's only part one of an eighty thousand word story, but she claims that they were like they wanted drugs, and they said, "Look, this guy has agreed to buy you in exchange for the drugs, so you mm. got to go stay with him for a week." Mm-hmm. And then oh, she man. talked about how she overdosed because she basically had to sleep with this guy whenever he wanted, so that they, he would give drugs to them. And she hated it and was disgusted, considered herself a child prostitute, and then ultimately just OD'd and woke up at Cedar sinai And apparently the haters confirmed that happened. Mm-hmm. So what concerns me is if she now looks at that World Star hip-hop video as like a, a trafficking. Like just having that video is, tra- is having trafficking mm, footage. I, I think that I was happened being... later. I think that happened later. That I'm yeah, so lost got, on the timeline, man. She says yeah. she got trafficked a second time after the first time she OD'd. Right. Her parents brought her back. Right. There's more to the story. I don't know. But the thing is about these people who hate her, um, it's it's an op. It's yeah. it's a PR op. They made her famous. Congratulations. We talked about her. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. 
and this and 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 she I genuinely anything to hate that I can see. They think that she went behind the scenes of Twitter and asked the admins to ban Britney and And Jeremy for things that weren't bannable offenses. That's what the thought is. And that she's maybe taking credit for like some of her work. I I saw that at one point. I really haven't followed this at all. And now the Daily Beast is writing about her. Mm -hmm. Now she's in the liberal sphere. It's a a, a PR. It made her bigger than she ever was. Yeah, yeah. She's... She's famous now. I mean, nine-time Grammy nominee. You probably got actual awards or whatever, but you mentioned the Grammy, yeah. so I'm, you know. Yeah, we were talking about Grammys, so yeah. You never, yeah. did you win one? Nope. Damn. Did, did you win any, any awards times. that matter? Well, in, in the country music world, yeah, CMA Awards, ACM Awards. I was oh, ASCAP Song around the year three years Not, in a row. Wow. ASCAP. Three that, years in a yeah. row, that matters, I got that man. one. So Hell in Nashville, yeah. I mean, nice. I, Ascap song rather years. As you just wrote a song, song about Eliza Blue in thirty seconds. I did. <laughs> That's pretty good. Huh? You want to hear my silly song? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm offended. offended. Yeah, let's hear it. Sure. I'm offended. Okay, right, it's the first time this has ever been performed outside oh. of my house. Brad, let's right. go. So I plan on. I just recorded this. I'm going to put it out after the Tom McDonald song. So I'll put it out maybe like in April. But uh, it's my little take on uh, people getting offended. Seems like these days, no matter what you say, someone's losing their ever-loving mind. It's like they're looking for a reason to have their fragile feelings hurt every single time. My country truck, I gas it up. You got your fancy Tesla hooked up to a plug. I skip the jab, I know you're mad. Cause I'm breathing free at last And you're still stuck behind your mask And I'm offended <laughs> You're offended Let's all get offended tonight I'll order us a beer We can sit down right here And scream and yell and cuss and fuss and fight Now hang on just a minute You can't amend the First Amendment You're offended, I defend it all the time Let's take another sip Don't hold back and let her rip Cause in the end you'll be left And I'll be right And I'm offended You're offended Let's all get offended tonight I'll order us a beer We can sit down right here And scream and yell and cuss and fuss and fight I like to shoot my 22 Somehow it seems to always trigger you I pray to God You think that's odd Cause you say he don't exist So why are you so pissed? I'm offended You're offended Let's all get offended tonight I'll order us a beer We can sit down right here And scream and yell and cuss and cuss and Sit down right here and scream and yell and cuss and fuss and fine. I'm offended. You're offended. You're offended. You're offended. He's offended. I was really offended by that. To be still, honest. actually. Oh, thank you. I'm pissed. so angry. Yeah, I didn't. didn't I have a Tesla. I, and I felt personally I, slighted. It was the way you were. <laughs> and I'm offended that you took offense to that. Yeah, I actually so. have a Dodge Ram diesel, a turbo diesel as well, though. So it's it's a it's a in your, bounce it out. Your car choices. Well, I got to mess. I got the Tesla because I was like, yo, they're going to try and ban gas. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't wrong. California, Oregon, Washington, they're trying to get rid of it. You got an electric? No. Really? You think you'll ever get one? I don't think so. You the, should. The, I mean, okay. 
Why? Well, Why? Because it's peer pressure. What do you, what do no, you mean? no, because they're trying to ban gas. Sell, sell me on the car that slams on the brakes when I'm when you don't turn on the interstate. I, I'm not saying buy no, a Tesla. Please keep selling me on it. Buy electric because clearly these people are trying to ban gasoline. So having a backup that you can find alternate means of supplying energy for is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. So like the Tesla, for instance, I could I could I could charge it off solar panels, which would take forever. Right. But if they shut down gas stations or cut the supply or jack the price, I'm not thinking about the political stance of having electric versus gas. I'm thinking about if there's no gas in my area because of war, conflict, or because mm-hmm. Biden's like, like we're banning backup, gas. Backup plan. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about prepping. Of course, they turn the electricity off. Can't charge it. Yeah, I can. I've got we've got these big batteries. I got one right here, and yeah. we've got we lay out massive solar panels. Yeah, you should see them. This one battery that we have right here. If I plugged it in the Tesla, the whole battery I'd imagine would give the car about four or five miles of driving time, hmm. meaning it would take you a week or maybe two weeks to fully charge the Tesla off the solar panels we have for this. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, and that's like direct if sunlight. Got perfect. That bad. Do you want to drive anywhere though? I Only mean, like someone, an armored Tesla truck yeah, or something. Right. Someone, someone, someone uh, busts their leg and they get an infection, need antibiotics. You're going to want to drive. Absolutely. You got horse. Horse might be good, though. At your place, you got a tower, basically. There's this uh, with solar panel. I don't know. Are you hooked up to solar at all at the house? Or is yeah. that just a little? There's, uh, they do it in the Fibonacci sequence. So like the way the trees grow, the way the leaves are like at angles of like the Fibonacci going up gets mm-hmm. more sunlight, 40% more in December mm. than your average flat solar paneling. So you might be able to make these small solar towers with panels that wrap around. I think if I could get an electric vehicle that didn't have AI all mm-hmm. over it, I might be more apt to doing that. But when I hear, I've heard stories like that too, where the car slams on its brakes and yeah, takes but that's, off. And, that's you know, only if you, you turn get an it electric on. car without AI? You don't, you don't have to turn the AI on. You can just drive it. It's when but you how turn do you, on. How do you know when, it's yeah. definitely off? That's my question. Like, well, I because if you let go of the steering wheel, you'll crash. Like, yeah, but like <laughs> the car is still monitoring you. Like it's still yeah, collecting sure, the issue, data. The, the, that's not the issue. Like it could turn itself on. We're talking about whether it slams its brakes on. If mm-hmm. you put on full self-driving, it slams its brakes on for me once a week. Okay, mm-hmm. hold on, that's not fair. Once a month, but once a week, it will break. And I, and I tap the accelerator to make it to cancel the braking. And that's mm-hmm. fucking annoying. There have been a couple times where it slammed the brakes on outright. We flew forward. Okay, so what happens <clears throat> if this car that's driving itself, gets in an accident, really hurts somebody, that and the insurance companies come in. How does that settle out in a courtroom? Yep. When you're not the one that did well, it, that, the this car just did it itself. The car broke on a highway and caused an eight-car pileup, so and a bunch of people got hurt. Respons- so is the driver still at fault, yes. even though the car did it yep. on its own? Yep. So now you're responsible not only for yourself, but also for what the AI decides to do. That's right. So I'm responsible for something I cannot control. You can control all. it. Don't get in it. Yeah, if, or if, don't if, turn it like, off. That's why I don't want one. If you, if you, if you grab a gun, <laughs> if you're holding a gun. We just made a big circle, Tim, right back to where I was. Check it out. Let's say you have a gun and uh, <laughs> it misfires and hits a kid in the head and kills him. You in a jail? Mal- malfunction. Let's, let's say. Uh, yeah, negligence. Uh, but let's say like it, you didn't pull the trigger. You didn't pull the hammer back. Something happened, and it mal- there was a malfunction causing like it to go Baldwin. off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it must have been the armor. Not, not, not even that. Let's say, quite literally, you pick up a gun, and you're holding it, and then it goes off and hits somebody. And you're like, literally, everyone it's saw you. It's your fault because the gun was uh, in the aiming in the direction of another human being, which is mm. always Ricochet. a no-no. 
Ricochet? Yep. Okay, we're I guess. The point is if you pick up a gun and you and, and it fires and hits somebody, you're getting you're in trouble. Right. So the if same thing goes wrong with the car? You're in a car and the car stops and causes a pileup, that's your fault. Just because I wonder if insurance goes up if you have an AI driven car because you can't control what the AI might do. Are you are you more of a liability at that point? Let me let me, let me ask you this. A car can break. If you're driving your car and you slam the brakes on. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Abruptly for no reason on a highway and everyone crashes and people get hurt. Is it your fault? You get in trouble? Mm-hmm. You do. So there's no difference in the mechanism. You can push a pedal down or you can press a button to turn the computer auto drive on. Either way, you slam the brakes. Mm. Okay. You what can't about, absolve yourself. I'm kind of with you on this one. You said like if you are at the point where you needed like a car that badly, do you want to go anywhere? Like I, I, I sort of want to get into the part where we have a compound and no one can leave and every skilled person we no know and like leave. and trust. You can leave if you really want to. I will just not be leaving. The you doors know what will I mean? be closed behind yeah. you when you leave. It's like so you know. agoraphobia, but in more of a prepper, like on a huge plot of land sense. Yeah. What about diesel? You guys, you got diesel? Make your own diesel kind of thing set up? You no. Mess with that. But I've got, I've got fuel. You know, people think that 20 or 30 gallons of gas matters. It, I mean, it's just, it just won't do much. Right. For very long. That's why that, I like that, that, that EMP stuff we're talking about, again, I don't, I don't listen to like somebody on the news or my own opinion or what I think. I go back and look up the military has studied all this stuff mm-hmm. ad nauseum for many, many decades. Mm-hmm. Very, very detailed reports. And when they go in and every single time it says, if you blacked out the whole country, we, we would expect 10% to survive a year. Wow. In 90 days, it's only 30%. Yep. In ninety days. And here's why. People people don't people don't understand or they don't think about the fact that water, all water, mm-hmm. gets pumped by electric pumps. Right. All water. Natural gas is moving through lines. They got big pumps pushing that stuff too. So your hospitals go out, you don't have water. Not having water is a big deal. You can go without food for quite a while. You can't go without water for more than about seventy two hours, you're done. Right. So where do you get clean water? People be drinking water out of the right. creeks, out of the ponds, <coughs> and here comes dysentery. Here comes all Charity. the cholera, dying mm-hmm. cholera. cholera. All mm-hmm. you know, knowing how to purify water. Did you know that regular, regular old bleach, like what you would put in a washing machine, you put uh, there's there's charts. You can go download a chart on it. How many drops of bleach per how many per a gallon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could literally get the dirtiest, nastiest water out of a creek out of here in West Virginia, and if you hit it with that chlorine. And let it sit. You can drink it. Not only do we have water stores here, we've got emergency water fil- filter straws. You ever see those? Yeah. You can drink oh, yeah. the water straight out of the creek right through it. The life, all that garbage out. The life straw. Do life you know, straw. Do you guys know what a Berkey is? Mm-mm. Oh, you're going to want to see this one. B-E-R-K-E-Y. Oh, yeah. It's a we, water we have We have a water distiller. Okay. So you can actually scoop up the gunk water and put it in, and it pure. Okay. It, well, it that's kind of what a Berkey does. So. Yeah. Berkey, uh, my dad ran across these. My dad was doing mission trips to Africa. And so he's over there, and these people have these big stainless steel-looking water can things. He's like, what is that? They go, oh, that's a Berkey. And uh, they they could basically go scoop out muddy water, and the Mm -hmm. filters are so tense on those things that – by the time it gets through, there's nothing in it but clean water. Here's here's the best thing you do. You can buy them on Amazon. You just get – you hang a big tarp up in the morning, 
and then you have the tarp hung at both sides and mm-hmm. at the bottom pinched in. And you know what that does? Do. The dew collects and pour, and then once it gets too heavy, it falls down mm-hmm. and filters and fills up, and what? you get clean water. Might be worth getting some of these Berkeys. Unless you're in you Arizona. Could, you could probably Unless put, you're in Arizona. <laughs> the filters would be, get like 20 filters for these Berkeys, and then it could filter river water, I think. We also I don't have, know if it gets uh, protozoa out. It'll do like, they, yeah, they do but like 3,000 gallons or something like that. It's crazy. We yeah. also have dehumidifiers. Basically just produces yeah. water from the air. Mm-hmm. Most, people and then, don't, most people don't think about that stuff. That's why I say that that whole thing on the balloon, everybody went, oh, whatever, it's a balloon. I'm sure the government's got it. They're not thinking about what that could possibly be. We've got probably like 20 gallons of mouthwash. Okay. Yeah. You know why? Because breast stinks real bad. Antiseptic. <laughs> yeah, antiseptic, yeah. Mouthwash is, yeah. is alcohol. It's an yeah. antiseptic. So uh, you get an infection, take some mouthwash, clean it off. Mm-hmm. And it'll it'll take care of it. And there's some people that hypothesize that if we ever got into a hot situation with China, you know, China makes so much of our medicine, antibiotics, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, uh, antibiotics, insulin, a lot of our stuff that you got to have it. Um, that all all they'd have to do is go, okay, no more medicine. And then can you imagine as medicated as America is? And a lot of people really, I mean, you, if you got insulin, you got to have insulin. If you got diabetes, mm-hmm. you have to have it. Mm-hmm. What would happen in the country if you shut our medicine off? So. A lot of people Power. are calling their doctors and going, hey, can you call me in three rounds of amoxicillin and three rounds of cephalaxin and three rounds of doxycycline mm-hmm. and put them in a dark room and they're good for three or four years. A lot of people are oh, doing wow. that. The scary thing is diabetics die instantly. Yeah. You, without without refrigeration. <clears throat> yeah, you can't store insulin. It cold. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah. I was telling you about how that Jackery will keep a freezer frozen for 16 hours. So you get two of those? Three and just well, a freezer. If you don't open it very often, you freeze it for about eight hours out of twenty-four, and but it you, stays solid. You know, as a rock. you know what they used to do though is stone cellar. Yeah, it's yeah, about 50, 55 degrees. Yeah. So uh, back in the day, they'd ship ice in, or in the winter, they mm-hmm. would collect ice and store it in sawdust in their basements. Yep, ice box. and it would last until like yeah, ice box until yep. June mm-hmm. or uh, uh, July, mm-hmm. and then they would then ship in big blocks of ice. From the north, covered in sawdust, into places like New York, mm. and that would last the next several months. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Wow! Yeah. yeah, you had to get what ice. What do you do if you're in a high rise in Manhattan? Nothing. They didn't have high rises. Oh my god! No, I'm they, saying now. Oh like, right now, you're fucked. What do you do? Like, no, you go to these big towns. I feel like we should have a whole generation of kids who are like, instead of being like, I want to live in the penthouse in this apartment, like they should be like, <laughs> I want to live in an earth ship that has a natural way of cooling <laughs> itself right. so I can preserve what I have. Like it sounds crazy, but it's because you have to be forward thinking. And I think so many people who are investing their lives into like Metropolis lifestyle, they don't think it will ever occur to them. And I'd rather just be safe than sorry. Yeah, I think they, they think oh, nothing's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's smart people that got their hands on it. But yeah. but every so like end of the world movie I've ever seen, something happens in the city first. Yeah, it's well, so fragile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the EMPs, I don't know if they're going to have the range to wipe out out here. So I looked at, I look, we've done the nuke map thing on the average nuclear weapon. We're out of range of everything. Yeah. Even, the, even the biggest, craziest ones were barely, like the, the biggest we know of were just outside of its range where we are now. Yeah. We're moving a bit further away, so we're even further out of the range. And I'm like, we're going to build a Faraday cage. Then we're going to put a smaller Faraday cage in it. Then we're going to put a smaller Faraday cage in that. And we're going to store some phones, some batteries, and some uh, you know you can, computers. You can turn whole rooms into Faraday yeah, yeah, yeah. cages. Yeah, yeah, I got a buddy who, who works on uh, cell and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, 
EMF tech for the government no oh. contracts and stuff. Jeremy's actually going to be in town. Jeremy Riss, the alien scientist who can build the Faraday cage, he'll be in town in a couple weeks. We should do it. But yeah. for now, we should uh, we should wrap it up. So, uh, John Rich, thanks for the song. Thanks for yeah, hanging out. Thanks for letting me sing and hang out, guys. Absolutely. This was a blast. And girls. And uh, for everybody who chose to remain a member despite all of the drama, I appreciate it. Uh, look, I'm never going to bend the knee to anybody who's demanding I do something. I'm going to do what I want to do. And if at any point you think that what I do doesn't, I don't, I don't deserve your membership, then I strongly encourage you to cancel your membership because Hell if yeah. you personally don't think I deserve your money, then I don't. And that's all I can say. I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick and I'm not trying to do, I'm, I mean this with, with the, the utmost respect. If I was selling vanilla ice cream and then one day you were like, yo, I think your ice cream is not that good. I'd be like, oh, well, I guess you can't buy it. Like, don't buy it from me. I'm not trying to force you to buy it. Um, but I appreciate everybody who's a member who helps make it all possible. I, I really do. We got we got a bunch of hard work to do in this culture war. The weird satanic bullshit kind of freaks me out. The drama is kind of depressing because, you know, when I see all this stuff, not just about Jeremy, but, you know, it's, it's not even about that. It's the Young Turks. I'm like, I think humans just prefer this. They don't, maybe, maybe people don't really want to discover fusion technologies and, you know, space travel. That's the scary thing. But you know what? So long as I do, I'm going to keep doing my thing. So thank you all for being members. Thanks for hanging out tonight. And we'll see you all next time.